Hi, this is Christina Denali, the host of the Elite Go-Getters Club podcast. This audio show is created for female entrepreneurs who own online businesses, go-getters, ambitious women, intuitive leaders, coaches, and healers changing the world. You're seeking real help when it comes to step-by-step guidance on starting and growing your own online business. Maybe this is your first business ever, or maybe you've had some success, but you're still stuck and struggling when it comes to marketing and sales online. So I'm here to help. I'm a four-time entrepreneur. I've consulted more than 500 businesses to date, and I have more than 15 years of sales and marketing experience. I was able to ditch my unfulfilling day job and build a multi six-figure coaching business all during an unprecedented time in history. So I'm here to show you what is possible. Welcome to episode three of the Elite Go-Getters Club podcast. I'm so happy you're here with me. And again, my first topic is how to grow an online business in 2022. And I've decided to divide this up into four sessions or chapters. And again, this is chapter three of four. So last episode, I talked about busting through those pesky limiting beliefs and rewiring our brains to react and respond differently to really help us level up as female entrepreneurs and leaders. So you might have heard of the 80-20 rule, which applies to many different things in life, and I apply it a lot to business in different ways. But here's something I say to my clients all the time. I believe that the formula for success is 80% mindset, 10% strategy, and 10% execution. Mindset obviously being the biggest piece, but mindset is such a huge umbrella too. It's such a huge scope with so many micro topics and nuances. But if your mind ain't right, Almost any strategy that you try just won't work. You might have a win here and there, but you might find a lot of inconsistencies like feast or famine. You might be feeling a lot of resistance. And knowing a strategy alone is not going to work either because obviously you have to execute. You have to apply the strategy and do the work. And this combination of a powerful mindset high performance strategies and executing with discipline and resilience will definitely lead to success. So for today's episode, I'm pivoting more into strategy talk. I'm going to give you some really sound and honest advice about how you should be thinking about your business as it relates to lead generation and online marketing and even sales. So I teach four stages of business and entrepreneurship. Phase one, is startup and formation. So literally ground zero, you're just launching your business and forming the legal entity. Phase two is what I call grow new. So it's like one to six months. Phase three is grow build, which is typically six to 12 months or even six to 24 months. So it's those first year to two years of your business growth. And then phase four is when you're profitable and you move into scale strategies. And that's typically after the first or second year of business, okay? So a lot of mentors and gurus teach three stages combining my phase two and my phase three, but I see them as separate. The growth phases, in my opinion, are the most difficult to get through. 
So phase one, you're excited, probably sharing all your ideas with your loved ones, getting ready to launch. So I kind of call this the honeymoon phase of business and entrepreneurship. You have a fresh look, an optimistic view on everything. You feel hopeful and enthusiastic for the future with this newfound freedom and being able to call the shots, right, so to speak. You think about the fun stuff like tax write-offs, flexible schedules, breaking free of the corporate world or a mundane life. But then about three to six months in, you start to experience the reality of being a new and perhaps naive first-time business owner. And listen, we're all really green and naive as a first-time business owner. It happens to everybody. And you quickly see how many hats you have to wear, how much work there is to be done, and how many hours you actually have to put in. You realize you don't know much about marketing after all. You're not great at generating website traffic or getting leads as an example. You don't actually like to sell, especially when the product is you. You are the service provider if you're a coach, healer, or mentor with an online business. And this is much different than selling a product on Amazon or hiding behind an MLM product and just promoting that. You know what I'm talking about. This is about you selling yourself. So now all of a sudden the honeymoon phase is over and you're knee deep in tasks, to-do lists, worries, and uncertainties. Not to mention you probably don't have a clear game plan or guidance to even know where to start or what to do next. So what happens? Your limiting beliefs come to the surface and you're living in fight or flight state of being. So I'm not going to go down the dark rabbit hole of where these emotions can take you, but it can get scary fast. You'll realize you need to invest more money or way more time to get your business off the ground. Side note, this is a perfect time to hire and invest in a business coach or consultant for your specific industry and niche to avoid unnecessary heartburn and costly mistakes. So phase two will last for a few months, sometimes longer, until you finally start getting into the flow of your business, doing things like creating a schedule and prioritizing all your tasks, investing in a website, maybe some SEO, watching a ton of free masterclasses and webinars, downloading a bunch of freebies. Does that sound familiar? This is typically the time I see a lot of women begin to fall into the trap of shiny object syndrome or content consumption overload. Does that sound like you? Have you been there? I have. Which leads to further confusion though, and perhaps a perpetual cycle of frustration and disappointment when the magic bullet you're looking for isn't actually out there. What I mean by this is that we live in a world where everyone craves instant gratification, and when it comes to building a business, we expect fast results, don't we? So when something isn't working as fast as we would like, then we assume it's broken or it doesn't work. And while that might be true, here's the best advice that I can give you right now. Actually take the time and study all the moving parts of being an online business owner. There is no fast track when you're in phase two and you're literally setting up the foundation of your business. So you wanna think about this as long-term. It's a marathon, not a sprint, right? You wanna think about sustainability. You don't want to have a crash and burn effect with your business, right? 
So like literally in the very first module of my paid program, I teach building a solid foundation because if you skip this stage, it usually creates massive problems for you down the road. It will resurface. And I don't say this with judgment, but from what I've witnessed over the last two years in this industry, most women are resisting the fact that they'll need to stop and learn online marketing, brand positioning, lead generation, high ticket sales, time management, and a bunch of other things. And if you don't take the time to learn all aspects of your business, you'll find the road ahead to be more challenging and most likely lots of inconsistencies with your results. Even more, if you try to hire someone without the knowledge of how to actually do the task yourself, so like social media or email marketing, copywriting, lead generation, bookkeeping, etc., you can potentially get burned or waste a ton of money. So to keep it simple, letting go of the resistance to learn, again, no matter how smart you are, how educated you are, all the certifications you might have, there is a learning curve to becoming an entrepreneur. Even having a brick and mortar is very different than having an online business. So bottom line, there are new skill sets that I believe and I encourage you to learn. Think about it this way too. You learning everything in the beginning helps you to save money doing things yourself as a solopreneur. But of course, eventually you want to hire a team, right? And you want to get out of the day-to-day -day operations to leverage your time and build a real company, a real brand, a real business. When you start recruiting, hiring, training, and managing your team, it's critically important that you know how to do what you're teaching them to do. Firstly, it creates respect, right? Respect with your team when they can see you know what you're doing. Secondly, you should be able to manage their performance and KPIs, key performance indicators, to ensure the team's success and that you continue to hit your revenue targets and goals as a business owner. So if you don't know what to look for in your own business and rely solely on your hired team members, this can become a serious problem when say six months down the road, not only are you not hitting your revenue targets, but sales actually start going backwards or systems are breaking or clients aren't happy. So bottom line, you need to know all aspects of your business to some degree. So I don't think you have to become a master or an expert, so to speak, but the more you know, the more successful you'll be most likely. So for example, I personally was very resistant to learning certain things about my own online business when I first started because I have a sales and marketing background. I have leadership experience developing and managing people. I have entrepreneurship experience as a serial entrepreneur, but I had to come to terms with the fact that there is still so much that I don't know about this space, about this industry, as it relates to offers, positioning, niching down, marketing, lead gen, and sales. So now I do everything. I know how to do everything. I run my own profitable ads. I build my own funnels. I work with my accountant to know all of my numbers in my business. And I've hired a few team members to teach them how to help me run my business. So that makes me more confident as a business owner and as I grow and scale my business. They can see that I can sell my own program. They can see how I serve our clients and what the standards are that I hold for my business. 
They see me working with them and leading by example. This creates a really awesome culture that you're building inside your business. So being just a business owner is one thing, but being a great leader, mentor, and boss eventually is totally different. So phase two of your journey will feel like a slow burn and probably leave you stuck or spiraling in those limiting beliefs that I talked about in the last episode. And then you'll figure some things out, get more organized, hopefully, and start really generating some revenue. But you've got to bust through those limiting beliefs because they will come to a head. They will surface and you can either stop dead in your tracks and stay paralyzed or have procrastination, all the things I talked about, or you can bust through. And usually when you bust through, aka breakthrough, that's where the gold lives on the other side of that, right? So you want to get to a place where you're generating revenue. So the focus now for the next few months is implementing systems, processes, creating workflows, managing your time better, and certainly at least 80% of your efforts. Remember the 80-20 rule applies here too in a different way. 80% of your efforts really should be on what I call RGTs, revenue generating tasks. Okay, a lot of mentors call them IGTs, income generating tasks, same thing, interchangeable language. So of course you want to keep money coming in and you want to save money where you can. It's always wise to hold a savings account for your business for a rainy day and of course for taxes later. So assuming that you have a real business entity set up, you really want to have a separate business account separate from your personal and then also have a savings account if you can. So eventually if you have the right mindset and the right strategies for your niche, notice I said yours because no business is cookie cutter. So having the right step-by-step blueprint for your industry and niche is very important. But with all of this combined, you should see revenue increasing incrementally month over month. So incremental growth is key. And at this point, your business should start to get fun again and move into phase four, which is profitable. And now you're applying scale strategies, which are very different from growth strategies. So I'll be doing a deep dive on the difference between growth and scale strategies on the next episode and how you should be thinking about them as you grow your own online business. So stay tuned for that. I promise it's going to be really juicy and beneficial as you set yourself up for success and plan for a super awesome year in 2022. So thanks for joining me today. And as always, I hope you learned something or had an aha moment, perhaps, And you can follow my podcast on Spotify and Apple or simply go to my website, christinadenali.com for the latest episodes. And I also invite you to join my free and private Facebook group, the Elite Go-Getters Club. You can search by name or go to my Facebook page, which is linked to this group. There's only one Christina Denali online, so it's super easy to find me. And the following episodes will be released once a week moving forward. So stay tuned for the final chapter in this mini series, how to grow an online business in 2022. And again, I'm going to be doing a deep dive into growth strategies versus scale strategies and what you should be doing for your business right now. So I always say, let's go get your dream life together. Be well and talk soon.